That's beautiful, isn't it? That is, of course, Silver Scroll and Tape Music nominee Kiwi Nadia Reid. The 30-year-old has developed a reputation as an intimate, thoughtful, clever songwriter and performer. That's O Canada. Nadia is currently working on her fourth studio album, and the great news for Nadia Reid fans is she is heading back out on the road with a few different interesting-sounding shows. Nadia is with us this morning. Kia ora, Nadia. Kia ora, good morning. It's, um, it's great to be speaking with you. Hey, I, I thought maybe we could go back a little bit this morning, if it's okay with you, because I was checking out the timings for everything, and your last mm. album... Uh, your third album was released, it was out of my province, was released in March of 2020. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Just reflecting on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so, so how was, maybe maybe that's a good place for us to start this morning. How, how was that? Tell me about that process and the timing for everything, because I can only imagine that it kind of scuppered all your plans. Yeah, it's a, it's a sort of, I guess it's a, quite a bittersweet feeling really I mean I'm definitely feel like I've I'm kind of pro- I've processed it but but it was it was you know I, I I remember being in Auckland we were about to um we just played our last show in Auckland which was kind of getting a bit weird at that point mm. and we would I was kind of hunkered down in a hotel room we were meant to fly to Austin Texas like the next day and we were sort of just waiting there, kind of waiting to be told what to do. And then, you know, South by Southwest got cancelled. And then I was like, okay, well, we'll just go for a holiday. And then slowly everything kind of, you know, started to um, fall to pieces. And I got on a plane back to Dunedin. And this was the only time I cried, actually. And I got out of the Dunedin airport. And the smell of the... The cows. <laughs> I was just like, I was meant to be, you know, off to Texas, off yeah. on a world tour, and instead I'd done a U-turn and arrived in Dunedin. <laughs> so, so they, were, they weren't the tears of home. joy. <laughs> no, but that was the only time I sort of let myself really kind of have a, you know, I think it was that moment I had a really big upset yeah. cry, and then it was just getting on with it and. To be honest, um, there's been so many positives that have come out of the last few years. Yeah. Um, so, but it is interesting because it does feel like that record never got its full flight. Um, that must be so hard as an artist when you when you build up to something like the release of a record, and you, I suppose, especially with your with your music, you. Uh, you know, it's quite—it's a very personal thing, right? Like you—you're put—you are putting yourself out there. It's kind of reflective of a period in your life. It's a way of distilling your experiences, and then all of a sudden, it's not that those experiences are irrelevant, but it's like the world's completely changed, and actually, everyone, probably including you, are all of a sudden in a different space. Mm, absolutely, and and now. Um, because I didn't get to kind of stretch out that album and, and give it its, you know, the the full whatever, it, you know, you do with an album, it's like mm. now people want 
a new album and, it's, and I'm like, but I've just been like in divorce for two years. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but I have, you know, I think I was thinking before I got on the phone, like, I don't know if I would have gotten off the, the treadmill of, of touring and, and kind of the life that I was in. Yeah. I don't think I would have gotten off if I hadn't have been forced to, and by being forced to get off the, the sort of rat wheel, mm. um, it's actually been, I've re- it's actually been like quite um, deeply positive. And I maybe I think you know, and with my kind of friends and peers, I, I feel like that's kind of a theme. That's like interesting. Really yeah. reevaluated their careers and their like why like why am I doing this? That sort those sort of questions and that's interesting. So it kind of gave you an opportunity to reflect on things even more, yeah, yeah. Even more than I already. Was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what did you conclude? Um. Good question. Well, I I kind of I paused, and I mean the the irony of like my last record was that I kind of wrote it and released it as this sort of travelling album. That you know these songs were all written while I was touring and travelling, and and the irony was that like you know it it didn't it kind of it it actually became people's lockdown album. And yeah. But I guess my findings, like, I really, I learned to just be still. I learned to, well, I had a baby. and, and oh, um, congratulations. So that was, like, the most, <laughs> you know, the most beautiful, expanding experience ever. And I don't know that would have happened if, if I hadn't have been kind of, you know, if, if the lockdowns hadn't happened, but you know that's been a really um, incredible experience, and and you know like just thinking about like my yeah as I said before, just like why am I why am I a musician? And I think I I realised that it, it's it's the connection with people, and I and I did get a lot of that feedback. You know, as the world was in lockdown, I did a couple of like live streams that it's the connection and the, the kind of being together, even though it was on the Zoom thing, was mm. still meaningful for people. So it's all about, yeah, the connection and that's, people, that's, and people. That's, isn't that interesting, eh, that because that, um, the manner of connections obviously changed and whereas before perhaps you... Um, you know, you were on the road a lot and you were connecting with people at live gigs and things. You really came to appreciate that, but in a different sense and in what is a super intimate way if it's through a, a live stream with, with your fans. Mm. Yeah. And it's in a sense of like at that moment, like collective grief in a way or like collective worry. Yeah. Um, and it did bring me back to the, like because I was in Christchurch when the earthquakes happened and it did bring up that sort of, sort of that feeling of like deep uncertainty. Right, right. And at that point it was like, 
you just clung to people. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Um, you are going on the road and doing like some quite different shows. So you're going with your band that you often travel with, but you're also doing um, a show with the Auckland Philharmonic Orchestra, which I can only imagine is interesting. Plus you're doing some shows yep. live with NZ Trio, who are kind of a, a classical um, ensemble, right? So what, yeah. what is it like doing those different sorts of shows? Well, I mean, it's been a, a kind of dream for, for years. When, when I made my third album, I, I went to the States and I had the luxury of having kind of exploring more um, like having a, had a 12 piece string section and a, and a horn section and kind of going like, you're just exploring more with different instruments. And, and I think it gives me, it gives me an opportunity to kind of just for that moment be a singer, which I've realized I quite, you know, rather than playing guitar, like, yeah having moments of just singing and kind of soaking in this like kind of bath of sound and it's really um quite magical for me Mm. and so yeah I kind of planted the seed like last year of like could we make this work and of course it's been really hard to get excited about anything but now it's kind of looks like it's going to happen and everyone uh, NZ Trio was super Keen. And so it's just, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be quite special for me and hopefully for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, is it, um, is it like, how does it work? <laughs> do, you, do you just, do you like send your chords to the Philharmonic and they're like, okay, you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll play around with these and see what we do. I, I just, yeah. How does that process work? Well, for the NZ trio shows, I've, commissioned Alex Taylor who's a composer from I think he's he's studying in America at the moment but he's um, from New Zealand and he's so he's arranging the mm. songs and it's actually a world that I don't like he told me off the other day because I said that I was musically illiterate and he told me <laughs> off because I, I don't read music do you not <laughs> no and so it's um, technically it's not very kind necessarily but Technically correct. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah he said he 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 made it clear that that was just a different um, way of doing things. And yeah. so my band all have been to disco, and um, yeah, so it'll all be quite um, charted, and you know they'll be reading music, yeah. and I'll just be kind of feeling my way through it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm really looking um, forward to it. Yeah. No, it's a yeah. yeah thank you. Must be quite a yeah, quite an quite an interesting and special experience. Um, okay, so your shows with the APO or show with the APO is on the Sunday, the twenty fourth of July. You're going to be performing with the New Zealand Trio on July fourteenth, fifteenth, um, and then the twenty first. And those are around mm-hmm. the country. And we'll make sure everyone can get um, information on where to get tickets on the News Talk ZB website, or you can go to Banished Music to find tickets as well. Thank you so much, Nadia. Congratulations on um, on getting through the last couple of years and congratulations on being a mum and we're looking forward Thanks. to your next album next year. Thanks so much. Yeah. Nice to talk to you.